0: The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson Bringing Chicago circa 1893 to vivid life, Eric Larson's spellbinding bestseller intertwines the true tale of two men. The brilliant architect behind the legendary 1893 World's Fair, striving to secure America's place in the world, and the cunning serial killer who used the fair to lure his victims to their death. Combining meticulous research with nail-biting storytelling, Eric Larson has crafted a narrative with all the wonder of newly discovered history and the thrills of the best fiction. Hello! This is onika and welcome back to my five star book review so i have just finished reading the devil in the white city by eric larson i um was kind of recommended this book at a wine and book swap um, it was my first wine book swap and someone brought this particular book and it was kind of just circling around the group. Uh, people were stealing it. So it was a very popular book and I remember wanting to read it. This was like a year ago. I finally, I just kind of randomly saw it on Amazon a couple of months ago and I was like, oh, I need a new book to read. So I ordered that one along with I'm Glad My Mom Died. So I finished that book, started this book, and I just finished it, and I want to change up the format a little bit of the podcast episodes. I'm kind of uh, experimenting how I want the format to be. The last two books I read, I kind of, you know, gave the book description, and then I shared my my thoughts and opinions on the book and I went into detail about it. And then I gave my star rating and then my next book. But I realized people might just be interested in the review and not so much all the details and thus spoiling the book. So I think I am going to try and give kind of less spoilers, give my reasons for the star rating and, uh, and then give my next book. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I might switch it back up again. Who knows? So anyways, uh, so the star rating that I give The Devil in the White City is definitely going to be a 4 out of 5. Um, I think that it is an incredibly interesting book. The time period, as I mentioned in the description, is, um, the late 1800s. Um, I Again, I've never been, I was never really big in history back in school because it wasn't very exciting back in school, but I think definitely picking what I want to read and choosing the books I want to read, it's definitely, definitely a lot more interesting. And so I, but I didn't realize there was so much going on back in this time period Um, there were a lot of kind of big older names dropped in the book, which made it more interesting because it's like, okay, this is where they got their start. Um, so the book, as mentioned in the book, in the description is about these two guys. Uh, one is the architect, Daniel Burnham, and then one is a serial killer. (laughs) Uh, and his name is H.H. Holmes, and that is his alias, um, I forget, I wrote down somewhere his real name, his last name is like Mudget or something like that, but he goes by Holmes most of the book, um, even though to other people who give an alias to hide the fact that he just killed someone, but he is Dr. H. H. Holmes. And so the book, um, I kind of like how Eric Larson formatted where one chapter is about, you know, Burnham, and then the next chapter is about, Homes, and he does that for the majority of the book. It's kind of switching back and forth because this is all going on in the same city, the same time period. Um, And if I didn't mention, this is in Chicago. It is the World Fair. Um, They're celebrating the 400th anniversary of Columbus arriving in, um, uh, or yeah, the 400th anniversary anniversary of columbus and um, of course they do say that but honestly at the beginning of the book you'll hear that they're mentioning about paris because paris had this huge fair and that is when they introduced the eiffel tower Um, and so of course america being um, america we're like well we can top that we can do bigger and better and so thus they started planning for the uh this world exposition um I will say though reading the book I really wish that there were more visuals um I do think that he gives a nice amount of detail but I think for something this big the fair is I mean the way he described it it seemed big I mean it seemed exciting Uh, people were shocked by it I mean this doesn't it didn't sound like this was your regular county fair. Okay. So, um, I would have enjoyed, you know, some, um, you know, nonfiction books, uh, a lot of like, uh, biographies, they'll have like, you know, a picture section in the middle. I would have loved that. Um, I know there's a in the book where they were um he mentioned that a lot of people didn't have cameras back then uh, to bring to the fair because you would have to pay a fee. Um Burnham wanted professional photographers there. So I don't know if that's why there weren't any pictures or maybe, you know, the author just that wasn't his style to put pictures in the book I know I sound like a child like I need pictures but you know something like this I think it just would have been nice to have a visual um there's some pictures on the internet and there's some pictures you know there's a couple at each section of the book um there's five parts and at being of uh one of the parts there's a picture that they show and so there's some of that but I would have definitely loved to see you know a bit More and I'm sure they had pictures back then, but how they saved it, you know, um, I have no idea. But I mean, this is a really fascinating book. Um, Just kind of learning a little bit about how like engineering and you know, uh, architecture design works. Like, these people are, you know, amazing how their minds work. Uh, they were able to build this fair, I think they started in maybe 1891, and they needed to have it done by 1893, like, I mean, they were pushing it, pushing it, and even on opening day, um, I won't go into too much not to spoil it, but even on opening day, there were some struggles, and all of us knowing Chicago, Chicago, you know, it's, Um, nice, nice weather, you know, in the spring, in the summer, it's hot, but those winters are brutal. And so you can just imagine, um, you know, the workers being pushed, uh, they're on the short time limit. They can't stop really for breaks. Um, and so working through those brutal winters, um, I know it was rough. Some of the other things they talk about in the book is kind of like, you know, you get into the uh, labor laws. You know, there are a lot of unemployed people at this time. And that's another thing that um, happens in the book. There are a lot of banks failing. Um, So I'm guessing, again, I don't know much uh, about this time period. I never really looked much into it. But um It seemed like the 90s, the 1890s, a lot of banks were failing around that time. So a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people were scared about how the economy was going to, you know, go. Um, So I thought that was interesting because it's like, okay, this is perfect timing. We're trying to build this fair that, you know, uh, is... Using a lot of money, I think at some point in the book it said that it, the debt they were in was like 20 million back in those days. Um, I had some notes here, 20 million, and I think equivalent to that is like 660 million an hour in today's time. Um, So yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So they were pretty worried about like you know, the goal was to build this fair obviously you're going to have debt um that's just how it works but the goal was to have a lot of visitors to come to make up for that but I mean this was a huge undertaking that they did and it was just kind of like I said interesting to hear I like that Eric Larson put in little bits and pieces of other history that was going on at this time um like they mentioned a book I read and did an episode was Creek uh, Creek Mary's Blood. He had mentioned a, um, about the death of Sitting Bull, which was, which was a big deal during this time. Um, so that was cool. Um, there were a lot of kind of big names thrown around, like, uh, Walt Disney. Um, his dad worked, um, at the fair. I forgot what he did in particular. I wrote it down somewhere. I'll share whenever I find it. But, um... You know, a lot of people were impacted by this fair, you know, including, um, well, you know, Disney World. You know, they t- took kind of some pieces of this fair and I'm guessing put it into um, kind of crafting that. Because uh, I think this is the first thing, first time they've seen something like this in the united states so it was a really big deal i mean it was a world fair people were coming from everywhere they had different kind of representations from different places in the world so i mean super cool super cool and that's why i wish they had pictures because i'm just a visual person too um so i love that part of it and you know i don't know the way he writes it doesn't really Okay, here, 1893, and here are all the stats and facts and stuff where it's very dry. I mean, it writes like, a, he definitely wrote this book like a fiction book. Um, so for those of you who don't like nonfiction book because sometimes it can be a little boring and you're like having to hold your eyelids open, this is a, a good one um, that I think will definitely keep you on your toes. Especially with the serial killer aspect of it from Dr. Holmes. I mean, um, it, and that's the thing, it was switched from, like, this panic and chaos of building this fair, and then it was switched to kind of, like, this... I wouldn't say it it didn't seem like chaos even though it should have been of this guy you know taking advantage of um you know these women coming into this new town this new city with so much to offer and just kind of using his charm to kind of persuade them to work for him and then ultimately killing them um and it kind of just puts you know shines a light on um back in the day the police system you know i don't know i don't think it was as strict as it is now um, you know i don't think there was as much training back then and also with chicago growing so much because Chicago chicago's a big city like so many people were moving there especially from the south um but like there were just so many crimes going on obviously and so there were i mean they couldn't I don't think they could keep up with the missing persons list because obviously these people would die and they have families like where are they and you know the police just couldn't really keep up with it so it's it's sad um I, the other thing I like is that I I think he provides enough detail but it's not so much that it's gruesome um and granted you know this is a non-fiction book I don't think he had those details of you know, specifically how these women died, you know, if they suffered and things like that. I like that he didn't put stuff like that in the book. Um, you know, but he I mean he explained how they died kind of from a more just you know, it wasn't specifics, um, but we kinda know like he you know, this guy is building gas chambers. He is a doctor, so he knows how to get certain things, how to, you know, I mean he knows how to kill people um silently, <laughs> I should say. Um so but I will say by the towards the end of the book, um uh one thing that kind of uh I don't know if I would say got on my nerves, but was just like oh okay. He would end the book expressly talking about um the fair part of it, where it would be like everything was happy and dandy. Uh, you know, at this point, you know, happy and dandy until tomorrow, you know, like there was always this like, you know, gloom and doom that was coming next. And I I guess that was just kind of getting us prepped, you know, that, yeah, they're happy now, but it's, it's all going to go downhill later on. So that, that kind of was happening almost every chapter starting at the second half of it. Um, and I don't know. After a while, I was just like, let me be happy. <laughs> let me be happy that it was successful in this chapter uh, before I get to the next one. But I mean, I don't think that's uh, not anything. That's not anything for me to take off, you know, another star or anything. I think I. The only reason I'm not giving it a five out of five is the visuals. Um, that's, you know, important to me. Again, I do think he did a good job with the details. Um, uh, but I just, I mean, just the way they described the fair, that would have been really nice to see, um, in some way. So, but overall, I think this is a really good book with a lot of you know good history of Chicago and the things that were going on the struggles that were going on a lot of you know what was impacted from that time period uh I really enjoy that like there's a lot of things I wrote down that I want to look into further because of this book and hopefully find some more books um I did find my notes Disney's dad was a carpenter Um, so I think he was just using, Burnham was using his dad's business, uh, in some way to construct this, this whole fair, but yeah, I mean, it's a really good book. I wrote, um, uh, quite a few notes on it with the intention of, you know, going into more detail, but I'm going to try this format and see how people, you know, once people start listening more, if they like that instead. Because I definitely want you to read the book and not get spoiled. I definitely, um, I definitely recommend The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Um, trying to think if there's anything more... Anything more I can say about it? Uh, I will say that Dr. Holmes, he actually wrote a book. I don't think there's many copies of it. Um, I was... It's definitely not a book I i wanted to... I would ever want to buy. Um, if I did buy a book from by a serial, serial killer, I would need to know, like, where is the money going? You know, is it going to some, like, foundation for the victims? Because I definitely don't, you know, wouldn't want to put... Uh, Money in a serial killer's pocket. No, thank you. Um, But yeah, I I highly recommend. um, I I do think it's a good read, even if you're not into history, even if you don't like Chicago, even if you aren't into like crime and serial killer stuff. Like again, he, it's a healthy amount of detail that he's giving. Some people might want more. um, But again, I think if you... I think as a nonfiction writer, if you put too much into it, then it starts shifting over into fiction land. Um, and so I think that he has a really good balance. He had a really good balance on that. And of course, like, the thing is with this is that it's sad. Like, this is true. Dr. H.H. H. Holmes is a real person that did real killings. Um, so it was sad reading this. Um, and it's just sad that that's... Uh, even back then, they were, you know, doing stuff like that. I don't know why. I just feel like back then was like a simple life, you know, they're just churning their milk and feeding their cows. Uh, but obviously, clearly and obviously, it wasn't. There were war going on, the civil rights, racism, all that stuff. So um, I guess it's just fascinating because it's like, oh, there's still a lot of that. Stuff going on in 2023. So uh yeah, but anywho, again, I recommend it um four out of five for this book. Um, and it, he has a lot of other kind of bestsellers um that he's written too that I this is my first book by him, but I'll definitely be reading more of his. So four out of five for the devil in the white city. Please comment if you have read it, uh, if you plan to read it after this review. I just think it's, um, it was a really cool cool book for me. So next I'm going to share the book that I will be reading next. Stay tuned. So the next book that I will be reading I am pretty excited about. I am in this Facebook monthly book club group and I was looking for more nonfiction recommendations and I found quite a few and I decided to buy this one now. The other ones I have saved in my book list and I'm excited to get to those. Um, But this book is called Bad Blood um, Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup. Um, the author's name is John Carreyrou. Um, I'm just now kind of paying attention to the author's name, so i have to figure out how to pronounce that, uh, once I get into reading it, but it sounds like a really interesting book. I know they were saying this is like a, a big corporate fraud. I don't know why but that kind of stuff just interests me like Enron that documentary was so good like I couldn't even believe that happened it sucked for the the people in the companies um but it was I was just fascinated by that um anything anything you know involving fraud um more so corporate fraud um insurance fraud I don't know it's just interesting to me um inventing Anna that documentary or kind of fiction that was like a historical fiction uh show but I I love that kind of stuff so I'm really excited to read this I thought it was kind of funny because the lady's name that we're talking about in this book is Elizabeth Holmes and I just read The Devil in the White City and you know his, his name was also Holmes. I don't know. Uh, you know, just a comparison. Different, different time periods, but here we go with the Holmes. Um, so anyways, that is my next book, Bad Blood, and I'm looking forward to sharing my thoughts and my star rating on that. I hope you enjoyed, and thank you for listening to my five-star book review.